everyone! This is your host, Teacher Portia, and welcome to another episode of Teacher Portia's podcast, an audio content about everything under the sun. My aim is to provide medium of insights that will be helpful to all willing learners. A teacher voicing out her humble opinion, which may apply to you or maybe not. Just remember, school is not even the greatest challenges we will all encounter. Life is. Life that exists beyond the four corners of our classroom. Because everything has a story to tell and learn from. Let's start! Hi everyone, thank you for listening. And today I decided to have and create my own podcast. Because I am inspired to do something that will help me express myself and I don't know what topic I would like to share as my first podcast then I remember that I do have reflections from my recent course I took up LDM2 it's learning delivery modality 2 course it was taken just last week for those who are in public school. I think you know this and you are aware that NAYAP organized a course, module training for teachers. And it's really interesting. It stimulates me. So I decided to share it to everyone. And I hope you like it. So for module 2... Title Planning for the Implementation of LDM2 for Teachers. There are three reflection questions. And the first questions After answering and going through the outputs of your co teachers, what do you think are the adjustments that the teacher need to make in lesson planning? What are the steps that you and your department or subject area teachers can do to assist and guide them through these changes? What are the changes you need to make as a master teacher as you lead your group through these changes? And if there is a curriculum initiative by your region or division, such as developing the budget of work per subject area that is based on MELC, how will you guide teachers in bridging the connection of MELCs and this sample initiative? So... There are basically questions, reflection questions, and my answer for this will be this. So, as mandated in DepEd Memo DMC 1 2020 lesson plan were reformed to weekly home learning plan. It ensures that learners are on task and are guided on what they are expected to accomplish within a specific week. Teachers shall prepare a work weekly home learning plan, sufficient break time shall be ensured, and in case of legal celebrations and holidays as well as cancellations, suspension of classes due to natural and man-made calamities, adjustments in the time frame for accomplishing learning tasks based on the weekly home learning plan shall be considered accordingly. As master teacher, LDM2 made me realize my responsibilities that I shall ensure to assist my teachers, such as how to do contextualization and integration of learning content. 
contextualization shall allow flexibility of learning content and the processes needed to be related to a particular setting, situation, or area of application. To make competencies relevant, meaningful, and useful to all learners, which I think is a must nowadays since we are all struggling on changes from pandemic. I will also guide my co-teachers to remember to make learning manageable for learners. They may be given a set time frame to undertake a lesson or accomplish an activity. The setting of time frame shall be guided by the suggested time, allotment of milk, which can be mastered. Learners who are not meeting expectations shall be provided with remediation, while those who may accomplish the task as contained in the SLM shall be given enrichment activities. In bridging the connections of MELC to the curriculum initiative, I shall initiate online orientation programs for parents, online trainings for learning facilitators, and webinars on homeschool partnership, hoping that the initiative I do will set as an example to help and model it efficiently to my teachers. Oliba Bonga. Okay, so for my next... Um, reflection. So for this is module 3A, lesson design and assessment in the modalities. So reflection questions. How can this list of intervention help the teachers teach better in a new de- learning delivery modality? Why is it important for every teacher in your team to have them? What are the challenges in developing learning tasks in business learning environment? What key competencies would you need to assist teachers in? And what is the difference in assessing students in between traditional and distance learning modalities? And how can you guide teachers in bridging these gaps? So, by the way, these questions were from the module, but the module also consists of readings and lack uh, materials for a teacher to read and think about it. So, you know, these questions were been given after those modules. So, based on the readings, the realization, the collaborative meetings with your teammates, you should be able to have your answers and reflections. So, there's no right or wrong answers, okay? So, for my reflection in this part... Geared to the learning needs of individual pupils, this list of interventions aim to reinforce the foundation of learning, help pupils overcome their learning difficulties, and develop their potentials. The list of intervention created should include a short-term and long-term teaching objectives, learning steps, activities, and reviews to ensure that the remediation is implemented effectively. Teaching can be done in a small groups or for an individual. Teacher must also hold virtual meetings regularly to evaluate the effectiveness of a work and gather opinions for refinement. Distance learning provides an exceptional learning opportunities as it allows for flexibility in learning methods and materials, schedules, and physical locations. Like all learning models, distance learning does have some inherent problems, especially in the areas of isolation, support, technology, and discipline. The real challenge, however, is to provide effective distance learning with meaningful activities to keep students focused on their learning goals and performance objective, as it is not feasible to keep students in front of a screen for hours. 
it was replaced by shorter online sessions and micro lessons to explain the learning scenario. In order to avoid limiting online live sessions to one direction information transfers, teacher could make part of the lesson content into videos that student can watch asynchronously at their own pace. Time spent online with teachers can be used as an interactive, creative, and problem-solving task. As master teacher, I shall be responsible of giving them resources as well as tips to make lesson contents and strategies that are suited for their class. So for those people who are not familiar between synchronous and asynchronous synchronous class are those live classes wherein teachers and students can be interactive they can ask feedbacks and questions together with their classmates and with their teacher however asynchronous class are recorded um, videos or um, chat uh, messages emails so that's the difference between the two and okay so not yet done so traditional and distance learning has a vast difference in terms of assessment it comes with pros and cons teachers in distance learning might find formatively assessed students learning progress easy and accessible in providing personalized feedbacks for example students can complete online quizzes like socrative go formative like live worksheets learning apps and word wall or play games in teams like Kahoot, Quizzes, and Quizlet Live, which is quite hard if you do it traditionally. However, assessment of students' performance in distance teaching activities, online testing, may raise concerns about plagiarism and cheating. As guidance to my co-teacher, I will advise them that it might be easier to evaluate the learning process on the basis of created tasks like digital storytelling and to focus on skill acquisition such as learning to learn, cooperation, active participation, progress, and commitment. In a time of global crisis like the one we are facing right now, teachers are called on to carry out an important task for the community which deserves to be praised and which can bring about innovation in schools like never before. Okay, so for three, um, learning uh, lesson designs and assessment in the modality. So the question here will be, what makes the weekly home learning plan essential to the process of teaching and learning in the new modality? What are the essential elements of the weekly home learning plan uh, will you need to look for? So my answer, weekly home learning plan is essential to the process of teaching and learning in the new modality since it serves as a blueprint and a concrete plan to guide the learners, parents, and facilitators on what subject um, objective and activities should the learner needs to accomplish for them to meet the required competencies in modular learning modality. The weekly home learning plan shall be prepared by teachers who incorporate distance learning and blended learning. It allows them to keep track of general learning process in school and out of school on a regular basis as they introduce the most effective and feasible alternative learning methods. Weekly home learning plan shall be developed following this procedure. So let's all remember, A, it should refer to the most essential learning competencies, so MELC, in different subject areas, gather the self-learning modules and other learning materials needed for self-paced learning mode, example, um, distance learning and blended learning modalities, 
using the SLM as reference, accomplish the weekly learning plan by taking into consideration the learning competencies, key concepts, essential understandings, and the learning tasks, formative assessment needed to track progress in relation to the attainment of content standards. Subject area teacher must collaborate to come up with a set of weekly home learning plan for one entire quarter grading period by integrating all subjects in one learning plan. Teachers are advised to adopt strategies that respect the unique context and diversity of learners in terms of their readiness, learning interests, and learning profile. So differentiated instruction may be manifested by giving respectful activities. So it should be interesting, engaging, challenging, through on-level tasks, above-level tasks, and below-level tasks to various groups of learners. This allows routes of um, access at varying levels so that the, every learner is appropriately challenged and comes away with skills and understanding. Also, weekly home learning plan shall consist of the following parts. Learning area, learning tasks, learning competencies, and mode of delivery. So, for those teachers who are working right now for our new modality, we are all familiar with the weekly learning home plan. And next. Okay. So, it's quite a lot. <laughs> it has nine pages, but... Let's read it out. As a master teacher, how can you help the teachers in assisting the student who are lagging behind? If all measures had been exhausted by the teacher and still a certain set of students are still not performing well with a new learning modality, what are the steps you shall take to guide teachers in addressing this matter? Today's school face enormous challenges. Schools are being asked to educate the most diverse student body in our history to higher academic standards than ever before. This task is one that cannot be teacher-proof through a management system, testing mandates, or curriculum packages. Our Department of Education promotes the advocacy of no student left behind, thus teachers bear the responsibility to keep it in line by making sure that all possible measures to reach our students were given. Sabi nga nila, there are no expert, uh, there are no expert in this kind of situation because no one prepared us for this pandemic. Even though there are a lot of movies who has this kind of plot, everybody were caught by surprise last year. So, anyway, let's go back. How can I help my teachers? First, a um, teacher needs to understand subject matter deeply and flexibly so that they can help students create useful cognitive maps, relate ideas to one another, and address misconceptions. Teachers need to see how ideas connect across fields and to everyday life, interpreting learners' statements and actions, and shaping productive experiences for them to require an understanding of a child and adolescent's development and how to support growth in various domains, cognitive, social, physical, and emotional. Teaching in ways that connect with students also requires an understanding of differences that may arise from culture, family experiences, developed intelligences, and approaches to learning. Teachers need to be able to inquire sensitively, listen carefully, and look thoughtfully at student work. Teachers need to know about curriculum resources and technologies to connect their um, students with sources of information and knowledge that allow them to explore ideas, acquire and synthesize information, and frame and solve problems. And teachers need to know about collaboration, how to 
structure interactions among students, how to collaborate with other teachers, and how to work with parents to share supportive experiences at school and at home. You might be wondering what steps I will take to make them realize these factors. Porsche, you're talking a lot. How will you do it? It's very simple. Talk to them. Talk to my teachers. Talk to their students. Observe Knowing them, their strengths, weaknesses, by observing and communicating with them will make me understand the gap between the learning and teaching process. Thus, it will be easier for me to bridge the gap by giving appropriate action. So, knowing them, observing them, talking to them, so I'll know what and how to help. Another question given for Learning Resource Module 3, given the abrupt changes that happened to the learning situation in our country due to the pandemic, what can you do to help build the learning resources for both teachers and students in your school? Um, my reflection answers. Once you start to work with learning resources, it is a good idea to develop a system. For offline materials, you might have a filing system, store workshop activities and envelopes, or folders and keep hard copies of documents for photocopying, as well as converting them into digital copies for easy access. I can store online materials on our institution computer system or Google Drives. This is also a good way to advise teachers to organize learning resources they find online. And there is an active teaching community in internet which can be a great source of inspiration when searching online for learning resources. We just need to work collaboratively in updating and maintaining our school files and make sure to have valuable, relevant, and accessible set of teacher-student learning and professional development resources. Learning resources can also be used as a basis for training. As learning resource coordinator in our school, possibility to create a workshop based on techniques found on the teaching websites or use a training course to develop the observation and feedback skills of other teachers, educators, and can be planned and implemented. So, by the way, I am the learning resource coordinator of a school. So, basically... My dream it is to have a learning management wherein our teachers can easily access all informations and references. So, next, um, for module 4, how can I help further assist or guide the department of competencies of the teachers in my department? So, my answer... The coronavirus has caused widespread school closure for an unknown duration. Teachers are scrambling to find ways to support each other from afar through distance and online learning. Through teaching students and training my co-teachers, I've learned a lot about how to effectively create and implement digital instruction and self-paced learning. Simplicity is key. It is critical to design distance learning experiences that have very clear instructions and utilize only one or two resources. It's also best when possible to provide resources and access to content and technology that might my teachers can use like readings as PDF, journals, and video content materials that teacher can always access. I will also create touch points through me any medium like emails, video messages, phone calls, message through Facebook, comments on shared documents and their output, creating a structure and stick to it so my teacher will know that I care about them. Separate evaluative from developmental feedbacks for teacher. 
as one of the school leaders, I need to separate feedback into the two distinct processes that will encourage teacher to take risks. In the teacher evaluation system, they are rewarded and recognized for their performance. In developmental feedback system, coaches give teachers feedback to help them improve, but it doesn't come with any negative repercussions, so teachers will be more innovative and will not be hesitant to take risks and move forward. It's like I will be their running partner who will coach them and be at their side and help them problem solve and not in any way make them feel at risk for trying something new or feeling outside of their comfort zones. In conclusion, in conclusion, so this is my conclusion to the whole course of learning delivery modality um, organized by NEAP and um, given and been asked to me by our instructional coach. The implementation of the learning delivery modality 2 course for teachers made me realize the needs and readiness of teachers for the implementation and management of learning delivery modalities consistent with policies and COVID-19 response framework adopted by the institution. It was such a great help because it organized and set direction to us school teachers. I believe that the quality of school leadership matters in education, and when it is properly focused, it has positive impact on students' achievement. When it is productively distributed, it is a principal factor in school improvement. Together with my team, the experience as we collaboratively develop and enact the school's visions, values, goals, and priorities for equity and excellence made us more closer. I believe that we establish and ensure an orderly and supportive environment conducive to student learning and well-being as well as promote and participate in coherent approach to professional learning and practice. It also builds capability and collectively capacity and evaluation and inquiry for sustained improvement and innovation. I will not deny the stress that it carries to all of us, especially to me as a facilitator, because of the burden to make it easier to cascade in my teacher, since I aim to finish the course smoothly. However, the sense of accomplishment after the task is incomparable. I cannot deny that I really learned a lot and made me realize that reading really is a must in our profession. So I really learned a lot, even though it takes a lot of time, a lot of readings, a lot of collaborative and discussions with my teammates. And at the end of the day and at the end of the course, it made me realize that it is really a great help for me as a teacher. And I know and I understand more how or what the, de- the Department of Education wants and expected for us. So I hope that as you take this LDM, two course as well you enjoy as much as we had so till the next podcast bye